Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Camera speeds. Hell, are these audio? Oh, okay, here we go. Uh, apologies for that. I am back to creating um, the uh, like talking head basically for the podcast, which actually I've never done. Uh, it's the first time, um, but I, I figure because there are, uh, I haven't posted a IG reel uh, to promote the last two episodes, I believe, uh, just because I haven't really found that uh, Instagram reels or promoting on Instagram really has uh, brought new subscribers to the podcast really for the most part. Uh, the beginning was different because I had a lot of um, people in my network just listening to it, right? So they subscribed. And then the um, cinematographers that I've had on the podcast, I think that's how the podcast numbers have grown as far as uh, followers and subscribers, right? Um, but I wanted to try something different because I, I did uh, see that Instagram has some kind of like auto algorithm, um, auto captioning, which I think is pretty cool. So I figured, you know, for like these, uh, for for these non-interview uh, episodes, I, I can just do talking head, look at my little camera and, and bada bing, bada boom, get some captioning and so on and so forth, right? Anyways, uh, you are not here for that. Maybe you don't even care about any of that. Uh, you came here because you wanted to know about how to land larger, uh, larger projects, uh, larger clients, right? Because at the end of the day, where are we all at if we aren't able to, um, progress? Uh, where are we if we are not able to uh, work on the um, the skills or productions that we really uh, that take advantage of our of our skill set and of our talents? And uh, most of the time, you know, at least when you're starting out, it's a lot of uh, super either low budget or no budget, right? No budget, I think for the most part, still, con- still consists of like, you're getting paid a hundred bucks or, you know, 200 bucks to do everything, right? One man band, audio, lighting, production, post-production, right? Uh, how do you, how do you move from that sphere of production, I guess, right? Or content creation uh, into larger productions, right? Where you have actual crew sizes, whether, even if the crew is like five or six people, right? That's still more than just you bringing everything. Um, how do you, how do you go from that sphere of, of working, um, that sphere of production or scale production into something of a larger, uh, larger scale, right? Where the budgets are higher, the rates are better. Uh, not necessarily, I mean, you know, higher, better, right? Uh, bigger the number, um, better the better the outcome, so to speak. Um, how do you get on that uh, on that scale? And again, where you aren't having to to um, juggle everything by yourself, right? Uh, maybe you maybe you do really want a career as a first AC, right? But right now you're kind of just doing everything, you bought a gimbal, you're shooting uh, personal brand stuff or small mom and pop boutique shop stuff, right? But you, but you really want to work as a, as a first AC, right? Or you want to work as, as a key grip or you want to work, um, I don't know, maybe maybe sound is your thing, right? You wanna you want to be a sound mixer, like you just sound mixer, right? A lot of great ones out there. Maybe it's a cinematographer, right? How do you how do you go from, from doing 
uh, everything to just scaling down into one and then working on those productions because those are the ones that um, uh, don't need you to do everything, right? They want you to do a very specific thing because they, there's a lot of time involved, there's a lot of money involved, and actually, I would say there there is very little time involved, <laughs> but, and, and there's a lot of money involved, right? And they can't have one person doing fucking everything, uh, although COVID has shown that some of that is changing um, uh, someone here and there, you know, uh, where it's just like two or three people, that's it, right? And, and unfortunately, those budgets really are uh, dropping down, right? Almost like a sinking ship. Uh, that is, that is like the whole, like the, what is it? The, yeah, the hole, the hole is busted and it's like slowly just starting to tip down. Right. Uh, now anyways, that being said, I feel like the, the biggest thing for you as a cinematographer, um, for you as a DP is to continue to build your reel, right? Continue to build your reel, continue to network. And I've said this, this is like beating on a dead horse, right? Sorry for anyone who loves horses. I, I love horses too, but um, the, the the biggest two things, right? Build your reel and build your network, right? So let's just start with the real, with the real first. Your reel is going to be anything that is um, spec, right? Maybe you're shooting um, a, a mini documentary. Maybe it's a fashion thing. Maybe it's a music video. Maybe it's a, it's a car stuff, right? Maybe it's car stuff. Whatever it is that you feel passionate about, that you can actually make look good or decent, right? Um, make those things happen. Call in favors, hit up your butt, hit up your buddies and say, Hey, uh, I have this idea. Would you be able to help me out with this? Right. And if they're really cool, if they're the homies, they're going to help you out. Right. Buy them, buy them lunch or buy them dinner or something like that. Right. Get them some, get them, get them some decent crafty. Um, and then, and then from there, you'd be surprised how many times people on, on Instagram or on, uh, through social media, uh, maybe it's a friend uh, who who knows who is in production that knows that you're you know kind of making your way into the realm of of, of film and video production sees uh, sees your reel or sees or sees even like a part of your reel and says oh hey that, that's actually that's actually pretty decent um, we do a lot of like fashion stuff uh, I liked your fashion thing uh, hey let's let's link up anytime because we have a shoot coming up in like two months or something like that right you'd be surprised how many times that happens and I guarantee you guys any cinematographer. Uh, who has started from the ground up has had that experience multiple times, right? Where someone just saw something from from um, their reel or their website or what they posted on social media and said, hey, uh, we work in that same industry. We work in that same sphere, right? Fashion or um, retail, whatever it is. Uh, would you like to uh, connect? Because I know who you are, right? We, we went to school together or you're, you know, someone's, uh, you know, you're, you're like someone so-and-so's niece or whatever, Right. But we went at parties many times and stuff and many times, things like that. Right. Uh, hey, let's link up because we're looking for um, for a DP for a cinematographer for this project coming up. Right now, whether the, the budget is is appropriate, that depends. Uh, it'll probably be a way more than what you're used to uh, getting paid. Right. So there is that. Uh, OK, so next is networking. Right. How do you how do you network? Networking is probably the the it's the easiest thing once you actually get a network. The hardest thing is is actually building the network, right? Um, that is 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 grassroots. That's like you know boots on the ground. Um, whether you're PA on on a, on a production, right? Uh, whether you have someone in uh, through like a friends of friends list that knows exactly um, your your passion, that knows exactly your your talents. Um, they you know again they can't bring you on as a cinematographer as a cinematographer because uh, they need a seasoned one but they're willing to bring on like a PA uh, or a second AC, right? Or a loader, uh, someone who can who can assist on set, right? And they bring you on immediately. 
you should be networking with uh, the DP if you can. You should be networking um, with everyone on crew, right? The gaffer, uh, the key grips, the first AC, uh, network with, uh, I mean, hell, if, 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 even if you're, you know, just shooting a shit with, with like the producer if they're there, network with as many people as you can because I guarantee you uh, somewhere down the road, at least one of those people, persons, uh, will have something for you, right? Again, whether that's paid or if it's just, you know, getting your first break, um, as a cinematographer, right, to actually put on your on your reel and your credits, your IMDb or whatever it is, to say that, hey, I actually worked as a cinematographer on, you know, this um, indie feature film for like th- uh, three months or whatever it is, right? Or it could be um, uh, a food a food retail spot, right? Networking is going to be able to provide you with the longevity to continue to work on bigger and um, you know bigger and better projects and and to work with those types of clients. Um, and, and hopefully, and at the end of the day, when you get to that certain level, you know, you'll be already prepared because you've already had so much more experience working on set again, whether it's a PA or first AC, uh, or a grip, uh, whatever the case may be, right. You've already had this experience built up where you feel comfortable on set. Um, because the first, the first time you're on set, you're like, oh man, there's a bunch of stuff here. I have no idea where this goes. I have no idea who this person is, what their role is, right. Just get more experience. Just get more experience. And then through that experience, again, network, right? Talk to people. Uh, even if you are very um, introverted, uh, like I am, I'm, I'm very introverted in nature. But when I'm on set, it's like it's like a whole different person, right? Uh, you kind of have to be the, uh, what is it? Like the like like the positive version and like the nice version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, right? Where like you kind of just try on, a, try on a switch, you, you drink a drink and then you're this other person, right? Uh, but a person that's really good at networking or that is um, uh, willing willing and able to network, right? Because you know it's gonna be, it's going to be able to provide you with a better future for yourself, right? Um, other than that, you know, like again, just going back to to spec work, make sure it's it's spec stuff that you actually want to to do, right? So if you really if you're really passionate about car stuff, like you know, do do car stuff, do spec car stuff, and then show that off. Um, if you hate doing you know tabletop food stuff, then don't shoot that shit, right? Um, if, if you ever get hired to do it, then you know, cool because you you've you know how to light, you know how to light a space, you know how to light a product. Um, I mean, even even just do like something that I do in my in my spare time is I never, I never share it, um, because I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to share it. Um, but I will, I will do like random, uh, setups, right. In my house, I'll put up like a backdrop or I'll just neg as much as I can. And then I'll practice like lighting for tabletop food or for product, right. It could be like, like a, a protein, uh, what is it called? Like, like the protein bottle thing, right. Uh, or it could be, um, uh, or it could be like like a like a beer bottle or something like that, right? Um, do that stuff on your own time, so that way you have an idea. If you ever get if you ever get hit up for an opportunity, uh, you can tell them, hey, this is my idea. Uh, this is some uh, these are some frame grabs of of a project, you know, quote unquote a project uh, that I shot, and it, it literally could just be like your own spec thing, right? That you just that you just did by yourself, right? But at least you can give them an idea of like, hey, this is how I would approach it, and the more you communicate. Um, and it, with the same energy and the same vocabulary, the same language as a cinematographer and as a, as a, as a DP, then the, the stronger argument you have for, um, that production company, that agency to bring you one for that shoot. Right. So I, I know I'm kind of like rambling around in circles. Um, but and like, like there is no, there is no short answer. There is no easy answer on getting on getting onto bigger productions, right? You just have to work your ass off. Um, you have to do good work. You have to network. You have to be a good person. Uh, just, just be a nice person, man, you know, and people will bring you on. 
people will bring you on and, and just stay consistent with it. The worst thing you can do is figure that, you know, oh, I should immediately be on a $1 million project, right? No, like you're, you're an asset if you're going to think that, right? Uh, that happens, but it, it's generally just because the, that's how the industry is, right? Someone's father is ASC or local 600, whatever it is. And then they bring on, you know, their son or their nephew, their niece. And then they, and they're, they're immediately like the, the freaking, like they're immediately like a, a, a grip on, on a $1 million, on a $1 million project, right? Whatever, right? And it happens. Uh, but for the rest of us, you just got to work at it. Right? You just got to work at it. You just got to stay patient and, and stay passionate passionate about it. Um, the worst thing I've experienced is if you're not passionate about it, then you tend to do really, um, I want to say bad work, but it's not your best work, right? And hey, how many of us are out there trying to make a career as a cinematographer? There's a lot of us out there, right? So the the more the more time you don't spend on making uh, your best effort, there's someone right behind you that's going to be uh, hungrier than you, right? And, and, I, and I take that from, from years of, of competing in martial arts, right? Martial arts is a realm, of, it's a young man's game, right? Um, obviously, there's like different age brackets and stuff like that, right? There's like the four, like masters and seniors and stuff like that. But if you're like 18 to 29, there is someone always going to be faster and stronger than you, right? So the less, if you're not as hungry as that other person, you will get beat, right? And same thing happens in our industry. If you are not as hungry as the other person, you will get beat. Um, so, so do your best to continue to, to put, to put forth your, your best effort, but also stay, stay unique to you. All right. Okay. That is it for this episode. Hope it helped you guys out in some way, shape or form. If it did, please let me know, uh, please send me a DM, or if there was something that maybe you wanted, to, you wanted me to elaborate more on, let me know. So that way the next time I, I, I talk about, um, a, a similar, similar topic or, or subject, I can elaborate further, right? Uh, again, if you haven't followed the podcast, please follow an iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. Uh, share it with your friends, your homies, your home mates. You know the drill. And uh, all that being said, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.